0: Welcome to another episode of the Radical RMT. Chris De Los Reyes came to massage therapy through his passion for dance and his creativity and energy create a buzz around his business, Holistic Connection. Co-owned with his wife, April, who is a Reiki master, Holistic Connection helps busy creative professionals relieve pain from their laptop lifestyle to feel energized and perform at their best while being active. If that sounds like incredibly specific marketing, it's no coincidence. Chris believes that aligning with your dream client is key to feeling fulfilled and having longevity in a massage or wellness career. Chris understands that wellness is complex and it's not just about addressing physical pain. He shares the vision that Holistic Connections has seven pillars of wellness that help him connect with experts outside the scope of massage therapy to bring a true holistic wellness experience to his practice. Do you know those clients in those days when you feel like you are living in your purpose and you're really connected to the work you do? We've also had those days when we were just not like feeling it and watching the time pass. In this episode, Chris explains how to become aligned with your practice and feel good about the work you do with the people you really want to work with. In this episode, we also discuss the flow state, why Chris used to feel ashamed to call himself a massage therapist and more. I hope you enjoy this episode with Chris. Chris, welcome to the Radical RMT podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you for be willing being willing to speak with me today.
1: Thank you. It's such an honor.
0: Great. So I really just want to jump into it. I really love your energy that you bring, and I mean, we're just meeting today, and I feel like this is going to go amazing. But mm-hmm. I've been watching like, you like ten minutes ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, literally ten minutes ago, um, okay. and I've been I've been watching you from afar on the Instagram. Yes. And, um, that energy is coming through on your Instagram, which is why I'm so excited to speak with you today, to learn more about how you you bring that energy to Instagram and obviously in, in your treatments as well. Um, my, my reason for like originally like screenshotting your profile and being like, I want him on the podcast was um, that I saw you do a, a spoken word um, dance yes. actually. And if you want to share a little bit about that, I know that it's a few, probably a few years ago by now. Um, about two years ago. Two years ago. And then I would love to get into your practice and, and who you are as an, an RMT and outside of that.
1: Yeah, well, my background before I became an RMT was a professional dancer. Um, and so, Krista is talking about this um, this performance that I did for a good friend of mine on his birthday he, um, he has he is a spoken word artist and he wanted to add some sort of movement based art you know I guess dance and then I hadn't I haven't danced since I became an RMT so this is about almost 10 11 years not performance based and I, I was really scared. And that's why I jumped right into it because it was scary, and I was like, "Oh, there's going to be like more than fifty plus people." This is obviously pre-pandemic time, and this was about two years ago. I was really drawn to his um, his his poems and his poetry that we actually really get along quite well. We have the same upbringing, and um, this song was a was really about a boy becoming a man and discovering his his powers and not needing validation from the world, um, but only himself and always bettering him as a man to a, whatever that may be, either you're a healer, an RMT, for instance, or a poet or an artist, um, really, really owning that power and embracing it while the world can just say, wow, or, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, and I've that performance was actually mostly or not actually mostly all of it was a freestyle and then it was in front of 50 people. I, I thought to myself beforehand, I was like, I could figure out a choreography. Um, and I was really, really tempted to, cause you know, in front of so many people, anything can happen and I could fail and all the fears started coming on, but I was like, no, 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 I'm going to actually create in front of everybody here. Um, I was really, really drawn to his words and I, Closed my eyes and embraced the sound, and his words came through me, movement-wise. Um, but my background in dance actually led me to become an RMT. So if I could, it was yeah, yeah, I could parlay into that. That was really absolutely
0: good segue. Really good segue. It's like, really good segue.
1: It. it's like we knew each other <laughs> was gonna do this. Yeah, I um, actually was performing for uh, sort of like a it was like a showcase, and um, there were other talents there. And backstage, I just hear uh, someone singing a piece from Rent, the Broadway mm. musical. And it was one of my, it is one of my favorite uh, musicals. So I was drawn to the voice. It was this man that was just well, I thought he was by himself. So I kind of caught him off guard <clears throat> and we, we became really good friends. He was a bit older than me. Um, so I looked up, looked up to him as a mentor because he was very artistic. And then I found his image on a poster on the subway for, um, what was a massage therapy program. Okay. Um, and I called him and I was like, I didn't know you were a model too. And I, sorry about that. I I said, I didn't know you were a model. And he was like, he laughed a little bit and he was like, no, I'm actually, uh, I'm actually an RMT. And I was like, what, what is that? And I mistakenly called him a masseuse, funny enough. And he was just like, no. And then he educated me on all of that. And I loved his power with this. And he's—I was so intrigued by um, his lifestyle that I was like, maybe I could become an RMT. And I was in my mid-20s then, and I was quite lost. I didn't know what to do. Um, I, I, I wanted to dance, but I knew it wasn't going to support the type of lifestyle that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, art in Canada is quite uh, challenging. Mm-hmm. And um, he said, you know, why don't you just go into this orientation? Go to the orientation. It's this Thursday. And I won't forget that moment because um, that orientation really led me to really embrace the education that was to unfold in the next two, three years. Um, I still remained as a dancer a little bit through that. And uh, that's another story on its own because there was a bit of a struggle balancing dance life and RMT student life. Right. But I really, really jumped in completely to the uh, knowledge of anatomy and neurology and physiology, pathophys, and you know, it, nutrition also was part of my program too. And that that was definitely more than I thought was supposed to be educated at a massage therapy program, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, one may think, you know, all you do is this and this and this, and then you're a massage therapist. I was like, oh no, there's so much more. And not only did I learn um, massage therapy tools, but I learned a lot of life skills from that. And I've gained um, an appreciation, very slow anyway, to um, other healthcare professionals and, um, and just wellness in general. And that has that was sort of the starting point of my journey, and my relationship with wellness. And, um, you know, that was 11 years ago. And now I've created um, and founded what is holistic connection, my current company right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that's where I'm at.
0: Wonderful. So you're practicing out of Toronto and you know you you mentioned your your business now as Holistic Connections. Can you can you share with us one what what is Holistic Connections and who is Holistic Connections as well? I mean it is it is you, but I know um that there's more going on in your space as well, which is a beautiful space. And again, that energy just Thank like you. comes, comes through. I mean, you said it's small, but um, I think you just got really good, good vibes. And I haven't even stepped foot in, in the location.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I, I think that's key. What you just said, you haven't physically stepped in, but you can already tell there's great, good vibes here. And, and uh, you know, full honesty, there's it's such a great vibe here. Um, and in a very busy city like Toronto, and I'm, I'm kind of right in the core of downtown Toronto, uh, there's a lot of hustle and bustle. It's pretty much like, you know, every minute is something of a to-do list. And I just want to create a little bit of uh, a stop or a hold or a rest period and a recover period for that of anyone that's out there in Toronto.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but Holistic Connection is founded by Seven Pillars. Um, And these seven pillars, I mean, we all know uh, what's the the trifecta with mind, body, and soul. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's the physical and the mental and the spiritual pillar, um, which is really, really kind of the the founding foundation. But then the four others I I also include in terms of wellness is the financial wellness pillar, the professional wellness pillar, as well as the social wellness pillar and um, environmental wellness pillars. So Each of these pillars all contribute to, um, I believe, anyone of any specialists that's included in these particular categories, all have these superpowers, all are passionate and on purpose, um, sorry, in their purpose to create uh, whatever it it may be in this pillar. So, for instance, um, I believe I represent the physical pillar. Mm -hmm. Um, A psychologist, a psychotherapist, a social worker can embody and represent the mental health pillar Mm -hmm. Um, but the financial pillar is something that especially in Toronto is very very important like financial wellness and financial education financial literacy I want to open the doors to help become sort of a concierge to these wellness pillars and so I consider myself a a concierge to that and Mm -hmm. I sort of allocate and it's very unconventional in sort of the medical field, because it's it's not medical at all. In fact, it's the opposite. I believe it's completely natural. And when, and you may know this, Krista, is that you share a special um, therapeutic relationship with your clients. Like you really get to know them, especially after some some years. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you said it earlier, is that like, it's not just physical anymore. Like we really create um, kind of a, a deeper connection to them, mm-hmm. that you can hear certain aspects. That uh, especially if you are doing your own self care, uh, you can hear like, okay, maybe a mental health aspect or mental health care can actually create more of a or or alleviate this physical pain because everything manifests from mm-hmm. something and another. It's never just physical pain, and um, and and in and here in Toronto we have a lot of uh, social. Um, Opportunities here that come from also some trauma from the past that can be improved or helped by uh, possibly even social workers that help with um, you know family trauma or or relationship you know or coupling couples relationships and therapists and I don't know the terms yet because I'm my mind's going like this but I'm so I, I just want to bring everyone kind of at home with this and sort of allocate who through my network, Mm -hmm. who they, who I will feel like can help them in, in that aspect, because I respect my scope of practice. I respect uh, someone else's scope of practice. And I just say, Hey, I actually have someone who I can really help you help with that. And, um, and who I sort of refer out to are those who I really obviously Mm -hmm. trust and, and they provide really good quality work. And also someone who I've received either a treatment or a session or coaching from, um so there's some integrity here um and i believe that can be monetized like that that's that's very um like we kind of throw out information or recommendations kind of freely but i believe Mm -hmm. it saves people from going onto their phones and looking up google review a google review saying like i'm looking for an acupuncturist that can specialize with adrenal fatigue and i'm like Mm -hmm. well actually i actually know one who specializes in that and he does very great work. I've ha- I've had him. I worked with him. Let me refer you. And I think sooner or later that that is going to be the the ultimate way of people wanting less of medication and more towards like the natural health
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, approach. Um, so who is Alyssa connection? Um, anybody that is open to healing and who believes they are worthy of receiving help from others. Um, and not just thinking that their physical tension is just physical right so we look at it to connect holistically and I love the name itself like every time I hear my own company name I get kind of uh, like a I I I it it tingles throughout my body because mm. it's just like ooh, I can't wait to I keep, I keep I love creating it every single time I wake up I'm like okay what's next so mm. I know I'm aligned right now with it and yeah. that's sort of my purpose so holistic connection
0: I, I love that, and I love how you further explained. You know, because I think anybody superficially can call their their business holistic. Um, you know, holistic Ottawa or whatever. Sorry, if there is a hol- actual holistic Ottawa, I'm just saying. Like, you know, you can put holistic in front of a business title, but you really have you emb you embody it. You're taking it to heart, and and you're being honest about that. You're still trying to figure figure it out, but you're at the heart of just trying to be that, that center and that core to help, like you said, connect other people. And I think that that is so cool. And, um, I love that, how honest you are like on your Instagram and, and about, about just figuring it out and presenting these pillars, these professionals representing these pillars to your audience. And, and like you said, you're sticking to your scope of practice, but you're understanding that there's more going on with the individual and you're bringing in these professionals and freely sharing their expertise, um, which is, which is just beautiful. So thank you. Um, It's wonderful. Please um, follow uh, holistic connections on Instagram because you will get (laughs) a lot of, of wonderful nourishing, like information. Um, Is it just you in your practice?
1: Uh, So it initially started off with myself Mm -hmm. and my wife is now um, jumping on board because uh, she is a Reiki master um, and she works with a lot of energy healing Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, predominantly with, uh, with those who are, I want to say the corporate executives that are now kind of looking into the spirituality practice or they're curious about energy and how that can help them because maybe they have tried every single um, physical tactic or physical modality in therapy and they, they just feel like there's still something missing because they're not looking internally mm-hmm. so the way we uh, my wife and I April we look at it as like I work more of the external energies um, with the muscular uh, musculoskeletal system and she works into the internal energies and um, she's quite uh, informed about the chakra system. She's very passionate about it. So Mm -hmm. she's incorporated that into my work. Um, And she also includes guided meditations throughout her treatments that I've kind of jumped on board. And uh, as I treat and working out with, say, like with the cervical spine and Mm -hmm. client's eyes are closed, maybe I'm doing a little craniosacral, I'm, I'm also including some guided meditations or visualizations of where they can feel energy.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
1: uh, I know not to categorize, um, anything here, but we've kind of blended a little bit of yeah. our, our work and that is a bit of a holistic connection as well. Um, but, uh, we are starting out, um, to expand and we're looking for other, other therapists and coaches, definitely loving to collaborate. Um, and so that will be coming up soon there's there's a few ideas that we have planned in the in the near future um, so right. far right now 2021 is september already we only have two people working okay and we have a few people behind the scenes that are doing a little bit of the kind of social media side and um, and i and i have a business manager so i can't say i'm the only we are the only two
0: okay um so i definitely want to talk about your social media presence and, and how that, how that looks. And then, but I just want to go back. If you wanted to talk about your, um your dream client, because I feel that you're very intentional with the words that you use. And that's, that's obviously not a mistake. um These, you know, this is on purpose for your, for your business and to attract the right, the right client to your, your practice. Um, you know, you said that your, your wife, is really focusing on, you know, corporate, um, you know, corporate members in in Toronto. And um, can you describe what your your dream client would look like? And then maybe expand on how important that is for a massage therapist to really consider what their dream client looks like so that their practice can be aligned.
1: Right, well, I mean, a little bit of a background is that um, I, for majority of my career, have worked with um, and in a corporate setting. I mm-hmm. uh, worked in the financial district um, for about ten years, uh, downtown Toronto. So you can imagine how busy that is, and you, so you can imagine also the clients that you'll get on the table. Uh, they're very, um, uh, they're very type A mm-hmm. executives, suits and 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 power dresses with uh, with a lot of meetings, and they sit a lot. Yeah. a lot of posture but the the one little difference is that they're very very active
2: mm-hmm. and
1: um so they're they're doing very extreme sports like triathlons I, I had a lot of ex- executives who were iron men and women um some who also a lot of marathon runners um and and a lot of golfing to squash to tennis so mm-hmm. very very you know what's the word uh the the sports side I'm I'm uh, I'm, I'm very drawn to the athletic body as well. So these, the combination of having, um, executives who were high stressed, sitting a whole lot and very active was sort of my clientele base for 10 years. And that worked for me. Mm-hmm. I thought about the consistency of clients on my table. I don't actually have to pull people in. Um, they, they knew what was good for their body mm-hmm. That has sort of now shifted now that I'm at Holistic Connection. I do have the professionals, but they're not so much like the executive corporate types. They're more creatives now. Mm-hmm. And as we move in, sort of the millennials are now kind of the uh, the uh, 20s to 30, or 30s to 40s, right? Where we're kind of the uh, grownups now. So mm-hmm. they're coming in with their bodies all kind of you know, in distress because of their posture, but not just posture related issues, but now it's like they're exhausted from um, relationships to their diets, they're confused, they're consuming so much of, of so many things that's out in Toronto, but they're also open to other avenues of mm-hmm. wellness, yeah. which I really, really like. Mm-hmm. I couldn't really, you know, bring in the aspects of guided meditations to my corporate folks, right. you know? So it, it was very simple and easy for me to really help um, the creatives because they're so, so open. Now, my answer is my clientele right now. And I, my dream client, I would say is the active professional who is, um, creative Mm -hmm. and very, very open. And I say very twice, (laughs) very, very open to other styles of treatment other than just getting their, uh, an elbow in their trap. Right um and and really really thinking about this laptop lifestyle mm-hmm. that they have embodied um and just really open to connecting deeper not just with the therapists or their therapies but to themselves and um that has really really transformed when I knew <clears throat> who that dream client is I mean you're never going to get 100% perfect, like every single client, that type of clientele, but you'll have aspects of it and you kind of just lump them all in in one space or in one client in your head. And you're like, this is what I like. This Mm -hmm. is who I'm drawn to. And when you are very much clear on who your dream client is, you know what their pain points are. You know what type of treatments and modalities your skills can help them with very key Yeah, your messaging is so clear to them Mm -hmm. because now you're not talking to the general crowd which is not a bad thing but it really doesn't help you or them Mm -hmm. because now things are really confusing with your messaging because now you're talking to everybody Mm -hmm. I know we all want to help everyone Mm -hmm. but we can really help a good demographic like a good quality of demographics, quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. And then not only that, but you really grow a powerful relationship with these quality clients, slash dream clients. And they grow a very uh trusting, consistent relationship with you. So you both leave after sorry, the session is done. You both leave feeling very, very aligned, but you also mm-hmm. feel like wow, like this was that was great. I feel like I did some some amazing work with this person they want to tell you that you did some amazing work you feel really connected Mm -hmm. um and and you don't even need to bring up the aspect of like hey so when uh, I suggest another follow-up in the next four weeks they're like they're ready to just book up or book in right now Mm -hmm. you know and and because they know it's really healthy for them and healthy for for just everyone and when they're happy everyone who they're around is going to be happy as well. So just, it's just love that continues on. And that's the way I think about treatments per person. And mm-hmm. it's very exhausting to just kind of just treat. And you know, when you're just treating, because you're looking at the time and you're like, when is this over? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and you never want, and, you know, admittingly, like we, we've, RMTs have been in that yep. position before where yep. we're just like, okay, there's only half an hour, half an hour left, like yep. 30 more minutes left to go. Yep. And you never, I I hope, you know, Krista's work is, is, is fantastic too, to help you get aligned with who you want to treat. Um, but I hope we, we both can like embody that to Mm -hmm. also express that to the, to the new RMTs that are like wondering, okay, have I actually figured out who my dream client is and what does that look like? And if you are curious about how to find your dream client, you can always talk to Krista or you could talk to me. Yeah. um there's we we have networks I'm sure you have a network of people Mm -hmm. that maybe not in our scope of practice um but can can also help you get aligned with who that is but speaking to an RMT that has been out for more than a decade like Krista and myself man I think that would be some powerful stuff because I'm sure Krista you have had your share of non dream clients too
0: of course, yeah, absolutely, and I, I feel that your message of finding that dream client and it can evolve and change over time, um, absolutely. But I feel that once you you get that person in your head and you get that person on your table, you like you said, the messaging becomes more clear, the connection is there, and the treatment just just goes goes by so much faster, but. In a positive way. Now, can we segue into one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about? I have like a list of questions, like topics that I'm really eager to talk to, um, with massage therapists. And, um, I feel like you're the perfect one to, to bring up this, this topic. And I want to talk about flow state and I want to talk about, um, do you feel like there is a flow state? in massage therapy and you're if you, have you ever experienced it in your treatments and yeah can we can we talk about that a bit more
1: i feel the smile on your face and and you guys can only hear hear this but i'm looking at krista with a smile on her face because she already knows the answer to this <laughs> question but i'll answer it anyway this this flow state it gives me goosebumps to think about it because it's such a powerful state to be in for therapists and clients and um, the, the room is, it's like, it's, it's buzzing. And like my my clients would, who come in afterwards are like, what just happened here? And I was like, do you feel that? They're like, yeah. And it's something not tangible. And only when I believe you are in alignment with yourself, you were clear with your messaging to speak to your dream clients. And now you're treating your dream clients Who is looking at you as their dream therapist and it is just conversation deeper than you even imagined talking about life talking about maybe getting to know them from why their physical pain comes to them in certain you know certain days and times and your knowledge and anatomy is coming in and it's like okay so this is beginning to make more sense and could I suggest some things? And you just have this, you just, you're expressing your, your experience and your knowledge as an RMT. And it's so powerful because it's, it's, uh, honored by your client who is just like, Oh my God, that makes sense. And they really feel drawn to that because now they're going to try any suggestion or home self-care that you can recommend. Um, and all they're going to feel is complete trust with you. And and it's just what is, I believe, a greater connection. And um, that's my why anyway, is mm-hmm. is a deep, like not just a connection with a client, it's a deep connection with clients. And it's deep connection with people.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm fascinated by getting to know my clients because uh, I feel that I don't want to know too much about their pain because their pain never defines who they are. I highly encourage you know, are all the RMTs out there to uh, to really lean into if you're curious about what a flow state is, and just because you may have experienced it once doesn't mean it can't get better and better mm-hmm. and better, or experience it differently. Um, and uh, I maybe something kind of uh, tangible to to bring up is in between clients, I really take some time to ground myself. Good. Um, I have these little um, Tibetan um, sound bowls where I really just. I I prefer some sound to kind of uh, separate, you know, my 10 a.m. client from my 11 a.m. client Mm -hmm. in between. I really take the time because we could really get into some quick rush, like let's get to the next client. Oh, my God, what's their what was their clinical notes? And but I really think that, you you know, if you just spend even two minutes just to yourself to ground yourself, you can really uh, there's opportunity there to to gain that flow state just just yourself without even your client yeah um yeah and just uh, listen to your breath too i get into a meditative state while i work i i listen to my breath as i'm working um someone's quads Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) and uh and and i think that helps my clients as well because that's obviously a tight spot and when they hear me breathe they're remind they're being reminded to breathe deep as well as they should Mm -hmm. so it's it's great when you can you can also get into a flow state of your clients and yourself breathing the same way Mm -hmm. and, um, and really slow inhales and very intentional breath. So, uh, that is sort of a flow state for me.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, it, it is a completely different treatment. If I am reminded, um, to breathe in my massage in my own, like when I'm getting a massage, if that therapist sort of prompts me to breathe, um, during, during certain aspects of the treatment, I, I it's, I'm reminded of what, what a difference that makes. And even it's just, it's just really cool. Um, and, uh, just, yeah, being, just being so present, um, is really, really exceptional. Do you, do you ever feel like you, you like, because you said you get into a meditative state, do you ever feel like you just suddenly like kind of shake your head and you're like, Oh man, I hope I was massaging for the last 10 minutes. Like you, like, do you ever just like, kind of feel like you out of body, out of body, but like, I'm, I mean, I can say that I personally like experienced it and not that my mind wandered. I just like, I was like, where the heck did those last (laughs) 10 minutes go? And I really hope that my hands were still moving. Whatever was like, wherever I was um, well, I'm, I'm encouraged to
1: experience that with you now. I
0: mean, I'm, I'm encouraged, (laughs) um, by some of my mentors that like, don't worry, like you were a hundred percent massaging. Um, but it's just, yeah. When, and it honestly does not happen every time, like you said, it it does have to be the, the client connection, um, the, the focus. Um, but yeah, I've really, um, I've been encouraged. Like, cause like I early, early when that would happen, I'd be like, Oh my God, like, am I like bored or something? Like what's happening? And then no, it was like, no, like you're just like, you're in the zone. Like you're, you're,
1: you're, you're present. Yeah. That's all it is. You just, you, we were just present and yeah. And then we question it because sometimes we're not always present in our right. everyday lives. And then yes. when we are present, it, it's not familiar sometimes. Yeah. I, um, I, I, find that, um, being in, being in treatment, not being treated, but being in treatment really gets me present because I like, there's a thousand things going on in our clinical minds. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you can sort of bring all that clinical, uh, like all the soap notes in your, in your head and you can just kind of melt it and just trust your skills, mm-hmm uh you I feel like the the hands just kind of hands and elbows all do its own thing yeah absolutely and before you know it you just hear maybe your clients snore or like yeah. they're kind of waking up from their zen state and they're like yeah. oh my god and wiping in their drool and they're yeah. like what the, was I sorry was I snoring I'm like you totally were and mm-hmm. it's great
0: yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very, that's very true. Like that client experience, Um, like they get in between like sleep and awake. And they said, that's like my favorite, my favorite place to be. So yeah. it's have really, you ever
1: had clients who deny and reject the sleep?
0: They like, I've had clients that are like, don't let me fall asleep because All I want right. to enjoy it when I, I ignore them and let them, <laughs> let them pass out or, or like, you know like their conversation like trails off um they want yeah. to like really talk 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 and then all of a sudden it just like it's a word they and then they like just it. like but, yeah yeah
1: keep trying to talk buddy
0: yeah
1: <laughs> yeah. Memory, blah, blah, blah. yeah
0: what about you yeah. have you had them like fight fight sleep
1: um in the beginning that i i've had those clients who've asked me yeah can you wake me up if mm. i if i fall asleep and I actually just educate them a little bit. I find that an opportunity. I'm like, oh, why, why do you why do you want to not sleep? And they're like, oh, because mm-hmm. I, like you said, want to enjoy my treatment. Yeah. I'm like, but that's actually what you want to do is that's how you enjoy your treatment is yes. allowing your body, because your body is actually telling you to sleep. You should mm-hmm. listen to that because it probably hasn't been able to rest. Yep. Um, And now they're like, okay, I feel safe to sleep. And I think they're on the table and I don't even touch them yet. And they're already passed out. So yeah. It's great.
0: Yeah. yeah so great and it's
1: like do I do anything right now
0: yeah. I, don't wake them up.
1: <laughs> yeah I don't I don't wake any any of my clients up unless um unless it's it's the end of the treatment mm-hmm. so in that case um I learned so visually you can't see this but I actually have a uh, a chime belt oh yeah and it is uh it's a very gentle way to to get them awake so like imagine yourself just like your eyes are closed and all you hear is this and it's, it's just a gentle way to say, like, time's up, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So do you have, I like, love. a giant spatula when you need to turn them over then? Or?
1: <laughs> they – it depends how deep they got in. Um, so, again, I, add, I bring up a little aspect of breath, uh, breath work. And mm-hmm. so uh, before – their, their tendency is really just to jump off the table. Yeah. And I don't want them to do that either we don't want them to do that. So um, I just asked them, you know, like, here's a time where you can just take a deep breath in and on the breath out, just shake your limbs, shake your, get, get to know your body again, get back into your body, take your time. I'll be back. Just going to wash my hands as you can tell that's rehearsed over and over oh,
0: and over again. just comes naturally yeah that's that's yeah. actually a really lovely way like you know when we're um in spasana and like yoga you know they they ask you to come back to the body wiggling the fingers wiggling the toes and it, mm-hmm. it, it can help a lot yeah that's so, a really neat way to bring them back
1: man. shavasana is like the best part and yeah. i had i had a, an experience where a yoga instructor um went over and he had to teach the next class and he had to rush us out mm. and it was the worst it was yeah. like you were just in your in your zone in this flow state yeah and it was like like all lights were turned on so abruptly he's like guys we gotta go i'm like ah oh. oh. <laughs> yeah roll up your mats and
0: yeah. I'm out." yeah so yeah yeah Very. we gotta honor that
1: for our clients
0: absolutely so when i messaged you about um, being on the podcast um, called The Radical RMT. You were super positive, you responded right away and you said, oh, Radical RMT, I like it. Need more of them around. Can you expand?
1: <laughs> the, I think because of also, I'm by myself in this space and I'm not working with anybody but myself here. Um, I think I miss working with other healthcare professionals and other RMTs, but in the past, um, I only say that because I've, I feel RMTs really need to take some, like, throughout their practice and experience, really understand, like, how they want to treat or who they want to be around and who they want to surround themselves with. And so finding a radical RMT, like, or are you finding me I should say Mm -hmm. um that that was really cool I feel like I called that called that in I manifested that because I really wanted to and I literally asked whether you call it a prayer Mm -hmm. or talking to the universe or whoever you call to I was just like you know what I want to find really cool RMTs that are doing some really cool things as well because Mm -hmm. and I say this with confidence like I really feel like I'm, I'm doing something outside of the typical RMT box. And um, I want to find and encourage other RMTs to do the same thing, because I believe uh, we we have a lot of, I mean, within our scope of practice, we have really a lot of room to create how we want to treat people. And and, um, your your relationship with massage therapy and your your career can really uh, be a fun one. And um, I think that what you're doing is really cool. So when you said Radical RMT, this is a podcast, I want to feature you. I was just like, hell yeah, like let's let's do it because I think that's, I love talking about this as you can tell. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. On. But um, need more around is because I feel like I'm worthy to work with cooler, cool people. Yeah. <laughs> not cooler yeah. people. It's not like people I haven't worked with aren't cool, but um, those who I believe are kind of doing some magical things with their RMT right?
0: hmm. Wonderful. And you have a lovely family um, you. and you, you know, as we were trying to arrange a time to speak, um, you know, you were very, very clear about um, you said, you know, I, I like to spend quality time with my family before 9am because I'd suggested a few earlier times. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that that is um, a really great example um, you know, I was like a little like, yes, like good for you, um, a little mm-hmm. cheer. Um, and can, has that always been something that you've valued? Or is that something that you've had to learn to set that boundary between family and like, practice?
1: Yes, my, my value, my number one value is definitely family. And, um, you know, my daughter, who is 15 months now, um, I think this is a very important age for her to, to have her father figure, father presence. Mm-hmm. Um, and also it's really good for me to remind myself, um, just by watching and witnessing her to play
2: Yeah,
1: and I can get really caught up with my own business as you know. Um, and it could it's the, the, the entrepreneur, small business owner mind doesn't stop. It's like 24 seven. Um, the boundary that I, place for family is so important um but I also feel that it's it charges me up for the day for the work day Mm -hmm. and um you know the I guess now that I have my own space um I I do work for myself there is a great flexibility there Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: I highly encourage those who work in spaces um, if you feel like there's a, there's not a balance with your work and life, uh, to, to really consider, first of all, being a contractor at, a, at other clinics, like I, I, was still able to kind of pick my times and hours, mm-hmm. but there was still some limitations. Um, and I really enjoyed that aspect of being a small business owner, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's tiring, it's exhausting, but I'm, I'm the happiest I've ever been because I okay. get to, I get to really... I, I, I get to play i get mm-hmm. to play a lot and mm-hmm. and my clients really absorb that energy from me when they see me after i just been at the park with my daughter on the swings and they're just mm-hmm. like yeah they, they kind of already know my know my life and they're like did you go to the park again and i'm like yeah how'd you know and they're like because you're like a child right now and like, that's yeah. great so you ready for your treatment and so um it's it's i feel like if you feed yours you feed yourself first you'll be able to feed others
0: yes so important. Yes. i completely agree um yeah we can just bring so much more more to your day um and on the business side can we uh you know, talk about maybe to, to wrap up your social media presence. Um, there's a clear, you know, there is a clear distinction between let's say pre social media management and, and like, and then your post, um, because I have been following you for a few years, to be honest. And then it's just, it's really neat. Um, to see that that distinction, um, and I, I know you've really explained a lot about the language that you're using to attract the dream client. Can you give any advice to anybody um, based on your experience? Did you immediately see a, a transition in in the types of clients that you got or the response that you received um, when you started to be more intentional with your social media?
1: Yeah, well, hundred percent actually, um, th- our business actually has grown uh, significantly mm-hmm. uh, just from A, knowing who our dream client is, so who to speak to and making that message quite clear to, to speak to them. And, um, and and that either someone has been following me for years, had, you know, maybe didn't take the plunge to book in an appointment but they see the growth, they see the transition, they mm-hmm. see the consistency, and they feel the intention. Yeah. Um, really brings in trust. And curiosity has always been there, but now it's trust. So you mix curiosity and trust. Next thing you know, they're gonna call and they're gonna book. Mm-hmm. And they will say, Hey, I've been watching, been following you for some years, and you know, now's the time and and everything works within divine timing. So, um, we're never, my social media isn't forceful. It's, right. uh, it's informative. Um, it's playful. I love to be educational, but I also, my background as, as a dancer loves to be entertaining as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to show off my funny side. Um, and I, I think there's a personality that every RMT really needs to own and, or figure out first and then own and really mm. love that about themselves. And it's not cocky. It's not, you know, it's nothing like that. Cause what did my wife say? She's just like, cause I used to worry about what other people thought if I came out as a star, say for mm. example, or if I came out as, as funny, or if it came out as educational. And I always thought like, well, what would others think about me? Like, would I be too loud? Would I be too boisterous? And my wife said, to the insecure, um, to the insecure, uh, confidence looks like arrogance. Mm, yeah. And it really sat with me because I was like, yeah, because I, I guess that was it. Just, to stay, the, just finding the distinction between um, arrogance and confidence. And I mm-hmm. knew that I wasn't doing it for anybody else, but for myself, I'll be honest, some of my vulnerable posts, they don't do too well in terms of engagement. Online, So they don't get a lot of likes or comments, mm-hmm. whatever. I actually got to tell you, they're the most engaged because clients and, and, and other RMTs are, you know, uh, privately messaging yeah. me. are like, thank you for bringing that up. That really hit, hit the core mm-hmm. and we speak about it. Yeah. And, um, you know, for example, uh, one vulnerable post I posted out there a few weeks ago was about how I was ashamed to be called a massage therapist at mm-hmm. some point in my career. Mm-hmm. I'd lie about it and I'd say like, oh, I'm a physio, I'm a sports therapist or whatever that meant. Um, because I I had this thought of what massage therapy or massage therapists do. And um, it, was, it was quite an unhealthy relationship mm-hmm. that I had with it. And um, I had to really come to uh, remind myself of the power of massage therapy and really focus on that. Um, but I wanted to speak to that because maybe there are, there are other therapists out there who feel Mm -hmm. the same way. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and it's, it's also an educational aspect, sorry, educational opportunity for us to uh, tell our clients and the public, like, Hey, like this is actually what massage therapy is about. And Mm -hmm. this is where it's evolving to. This is what it's evolving to. And this is where it's still going. Uh, I know what people may have thought about in the past or, the preconception of maybe it's just only for relaxation, mm-hmm. or it's a luxury. For instance, I had a client who was just like, "I'm I don't book in a lot because it, I feel like it's a luxury," and 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 it was like, "Oh, I see." And you know that was her opinion about it. But my strong opinion about it is it's it's an investment in your health, mm-hmm. um, and and I will defend that. And yeah. um, and massage kind of embodies that because it can be a luxurious, you know money grab as well but Mm -hmm. those who are really doing some some honest work like we really have to fight for a position and I love the opportunities to educate and social media is a really great platform to do that
0: yeah absolutely well thank you for sharing I really enjoyed like I liked that post and I'm glad that you brought it up um, I feel it's really important to share with the listeners and, and at least like you're getting that engagement through direct message and from clients actually, you know, sharing their own vulnerabilities with you. And I, I feel like even like you said, it doesn't get a lot of engagement on the surface. Like how good does it feel for you to, ex- to be able to express that and then like move forward move past it and move, move on. I think that social media does give us that outlet that, okay, maybe nobody sees it, but how good does it feel that we had had the opportunity to say it out loud?
1: A million times. Mm -hmm. It feels great. Uh, again, it's, um, it doesn't get enough or it doesn't get that, that surface engagement as much as maybe, you know, you'd like, but, I actually do it for myself.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, good for you. Yes. I, I've
1: I've sort of, for instance, all these ideas have thought about and topics that speak yeah. about my career is, a, is like a diary. And I, yeah. I've only just contained it in my head. And I'm like now it's coming out and it feels really good too. Good. Because yeah, even if it gets zero, like zero likes and engagement, mm-hmm. if I get the one RMT that was like this changed how I look at my career and I was about to leave it. But because of your post, I actually went through it. And now I love where I'm at as, a, as an RMT. That would be my favorite post. Yeah. <laughs> the one that got zero, nothing, anything. Yep. So um, I do it for myself. And I feel like every RMT should really look at that as well. as like, you know, what drew you into massage therapy? Mm-hmm. Feel that, like, really honor that reason why you're, you know, why you're so passionate about it and and speak to that because someone will or lots of people will really enjoy your passion and uh i'm i'm really drawn to people who are passionate about anything and so for instance like krista you know really really wanting to connect this was like i was so ready to do it because i was like wow like radical rmt i love it i love the name it speaks for itself and I was like, what else does she do? And, you know, you, you, your post would start to come up and right. into my feed as well. And I was like, "Wow, this is really cool. So, um,
0: yeah, it's awesome. It's, right. it's awesome. Well, on that note, um, is there anything else that you're, you'd like to share, but, um, about mm-hmm. your, your practice or got some yeah. really nice, like you've got like a nice rainbow coming across there on the screen. <laughs> I see it there is a
1: rainbow. Um, there's definitely a lot of uh, a lot of advice and tips, but I'll I'll just have this one takeaway mm-hmm. for all the RMTs that are out there, um, you know, we're looking to always um, get better in their practice. I'd say just get better within yourself personally, because that will feed into the professional. And I know mm-hmm. that's obviously kind of like duh, right? But do we practice that enough? Right. Right. Um, Spending the time, even if it's just taking a block off of what potentially could be a client, a client's time, even if you just book that off and just say like, you know, I'm going to feed myself, feed my soul, feed my mind, feed my Mm -hmm. body, get a workout and read a book or sing, dance, meet a friend, whatever it may be. You may actually find that the next week you'll be triple booked. Yeah. And it just happened to be that way. i I I like that weird feeling of like, I'm going to give myself a, like a night off. I know I, I kind of, you know, we got bills to pay and we got all that, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I'm not going to worry about that. I actually really need to take some time off. I'm going to honor me, take the night off. Next thing you know, three people are booking in the next day. Yeah. So it's like, ha, huh, okay. Thank you universe. Yeah. So honor yourself and then you can honor others is my takeaway
0: excellent thank you so much chris for oh, being on the podcast it was a real real treat to finally connect I, with you
1: i feel radical right now
0: awesome
1: <laughs> chris that was a pleasure thank you for doing what you do
0: thanks for checking out this episode of the radical rmt with chris de los reyes you can find show notes for this episode at the if you enjoyed this episode, please take a screenshot and post your favorite part of the episode on Instagram, or if you learned anything and would like to share with other radical RMTs, then be sure to tag the podcast at the radical RMT and tag Chris at holistic connection as well. Thanks so much for listening. And I hope you have an awesome day.